This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. absolute mystery to me. I see the, I need to be in the room where it happened sort of mindset. I can actually understand that in a way better than I can understand a person, an evangelical out of sincere, knowing what we know about Donald Trump's conduct. And I'm not talking about folks who don't know everything, but knowing what we know and with other options, particularly in the primary out of sincere conviction saying Donald Trump is the guy that Joe is a mystery to me. Well, and, and, you know, the, I can see, I, I don't understand it. I think it's horrific that these pastors who are hacks, who will do anything to be in that room, you know, yeah. that's one thing. But if you're a Graham, you're in your own You don't room. need Trump. Yeah. You, you don't, don't need, need Trump. Donald, Don, no, you've got a legacy, well, that he's uh, he's not helping. But, you know, there's Ann, of course, who's, who's who's been extraordinary, been on our show a good bit there. They've got this ministry that will survive Donald Trump. So why? Mm. I just, Tim, do you have any answers on this? I know we got to go, but it, I, I, I don't want to personalize this too much. It just, it just hurts when I see the name Graham attached to the endorsement of a guy who tried to overthrow an election and inspired so much violence and is still praising violence with a choir of convicts who beat up cops. Joe, the best I can do in answering that question is that um, I think we've got an idolatry problem uh, for a lot of Christian believers in this country who have come to, in many cases, uh, prioritize and even worship this country over the kingdom uh, in which their citizenship ultimately belongs. And that's a problem for a lot of Christians. And it's heartbreaking for a lot of Christians who are watching it from the outside as you're describing it. I, I, I can tell you that it, it said beautifully. Yeah. I, they, I don't, I don't understand. I just don't understand how people who grew up. And if you, if you're a believer, like we are grew up hearing the greatest story ever told. Uh, and and believing it, I know there are a lot of people watching who don't believe it. That's I, that's totally fine. But believing in the power of the word and the power of God and understanding that we're all flawed and we're all failed, and I certainly am at the top of that list. But people that would trade that in and prioritize a failed game show host. With all the things he does every day, you talk about throwing pearls at swine. I mean, it is, Tim's exactly right. There's an idolatry problem here that I just don't get. People literally say that Donald Trump, I saw a clip on Fox where they were going around and people were like comparing Donald Trump to Jesus Christ. Oh 
This is this is so <laughs> blasphemous. God, it is a cult. You, it's a cult. You just read a few of the red words yeah. in the Gospels. Just a few of the red words. You don't have to even read through the entire Sermon on the Mount. This is pure idolatry, pure blasphemy. And yet so many people are doing it. It's yeah. just, it is, it is, it is really heartbreaking. David. He's not great as far as campaign skills. He may get there, but he doesn't have them mm. yet. Uh, and Who's I, running his campaign? The Bushes are all tangled up with him. Uh, Bush, that can raise him a billion dollars and get him all kinds of money. The Jeb Bush, Bush. Jeb Bush. George Bush. Yeah, they're great. Carl Rove involved. Carl Rove will he, be the... Carl Rove is involved. I assume he'll be the coach on the field. I think he is. But do you know that he's been advising the Sam? Okay, Monday, uh, 27 March, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Um, there's so much going on, we're going to get all into it. Idolatry. We have an idolatry. We have an idol- now we have an Id- idolatry problem from Pastor Scarborough. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start on that. We'll get into it, though. Monday, 27 March, Year of Our Lord, 2023. We've got Ben Burkwam. Ben Burkwam is like the Rangers in World War II. He's the pathfinder. He always goes out ahead where we're going to do specials. We're going to be in East Palestine tomorrow. Real America's Voice, Ed and uh, Karen are going to be there uh, for the morning show. We're going to be there for War Room. We've got um, uh, John Fredericks is going to be there. Uh, John's up and, and Ben's up. Ben, you're actually out in, in the area. Give us a heads up. Uh, walk through what we're going to see tomorrow and what's the current status in East Palestine, sir? Well, I, I, Steve, I can't start without addressing Joe Scarborough and his comments there. You're talking from the, you know, from the Democrats who support infanticide, murdering children, uh, even outside of the womb, and all of the transgender craziness that's going on right now. You, Joe, you need to read the Bible. I don't, I mean, that, that's what's sickening to me, these people that pretend to be Christians and then go, come against President Trump, who God, by the way, guys, newsflash, God uses imperfect people because outside of Jesus Christ, we're we're all imperfect. Anyways, that's my little soapbox on that. It was an amazing rally. Well, no, no, hang on. Hold, hold, now hold, hold on. Now, hang, hang on, ben. Hang, hang, ben. Hang on. Now that you went there, uh, you know, you shouldn't throw out the, uh, you know, the greatest story ever told. It's, it's not the greatest story ever told. It's the living testament of the living God. Okay. And, and you should show some respect that's for that. It. Particularly, he's Amen. not a failed game show host. He's only the greatest president in modern American history and did more uh, to support the policies that the evangelical movement and the traditional Catholics, the reason those movements are in back of him and love him is that he's not talk, and that's why I wanted to finish with the Bush thing, the Santas, the the Bush and Israel. Bushes are all talk, all talk, never had an evangelical come into the White House, never backed any of the policies, never backed the big right to life policies. Trump did the heavy lifting. And that's why the evangelical movement loves him. That's where the traditional... And you can't fool these people. These people are the salt of the earth. Go ahead, Ben. 100%. 100%. And and the question is, any professed Christian who supports the democratic platform at this point, that's the question. How can you claim to be a Christian and support what they stand for? Uh, But there's no question about it. What President Trump did was more Christian, was supported more Christians. That's who God uses. Exactly. Listen, read the Old Testament and the New Testament. God uses imperfect yeah. instruments. The entire Old and New Testament Amen. is nothing but imperfect instruments. Imperfect instruments. Okay? Yeah. Yes, Donald Trump yep. is an imperfect Amen. instrument, as we all are. But he, what he has done yeah. is the heavy lifting and the tough work on the policies to turn this nation around. And the more they mock him, 
Yep. And the more they, and the more, listen, all yep. that's about, they're all freaked out about Christian nationalism and about turning this country back around again and setting things right. That's what really freaks them out. And we're going to have, Cortez is going to, well, uh, uh, when Cortez is on, we're not just going to talk numbers, we're going to talk about the direction of foreign policy under Biden and under what Joe Scarb and Mika want, what John, Admiral Kirby from the White House tells us is the central organizing principle a core value of uh, of our foreign policy. Cortez and I will get to that in a minute. Go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. And 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 to transition to where we are now, uh, it's also what they're deathly afraid of is being exposed for the frauds, the hypocrites, and the liars that they are, just like Jesus exposed them for when he was here 2,000 years ago. Uh, this is what, and, and it's exactly what we see on the border, them using children, uh, the trafficking children, everything that we see there. Also up here, now I'm in Youngstown, Ohio, uh, and the, the hypocrisy that we see here where they claim to care about the people. Uh, we're going down back to East Palestine tomorrow, and, and they just abandon them, and that's what... That, that's the reality. That That's really, Steve, I think is what they're most afraid of, is for the American people and the people of the world to see them for the frauds that they are. And that's why we're here, to expose it and to actually stand with the people, uh, the people that President Trump stands for. And, uh, you know, it's ironic. This is the hotel we're staying in. Um, and as the first person we spoke to when we got on the ground here in Youngstown, we're 20 minutes away from East Palestine, was a woman who has not been able to return to her house yet. Every time she goes back to East Palestine, she gets sick. That's the reality of what Joe Biden's policies or the, the lack of concern, uh, this disaster that we had in East Palestine that people have already swept under the rug. It's been a month and they're acting like this thing's over and it is just beginning. So that's why we're here. It's an honor to be here. I'll be here with you, uh, with the, the morning show, with John Fredericks, with uh, Ed and Karen. And that's why Real America's Voice News exists, is to expose and to, to tell the truth and to give yes. the people a voice. We're, we're, the, we're the voice of the salt of the earth. John Fredericks you had that you went and were the person that covered the hearings of Doug Mastriano, which were so amazing. Uh, you came up with this idea. It's absolutely brilliant. Talk to, talk to us about why it's important that we're in East Palestine for the next couple of days. We have to give the residents of East Palestine, Eastern Ohio, and Western Pennsylvania a platform and a voice, Steve, because no one else says they have been shut out and forgotten. That's why we're going. We're going to give them a national platform. This is a town hall meeting that basically starts 6 a.m. tomorrow, Tuesday the 28th. By the way, it is at the Old Roadhouse Grill. Everybody knows where it is. It's iconic. The original Roadhouse will be there Tuesday. That's tomorrow, 6 a.m. right through 7 p.m. There'll be plenty of food, plenty of seating. Then we're going to be back for the people that can't make it on Tuesday. We're coming back on Wednesday the 29th. 6 a.m. to the end of War Room at noon. We want to turn out. Uh, Christine Bowserman, my political director, has been on the ground there since Saturday morning handing out flyers. Today she's going to meet the fire chief. She's going to meet the mayor, the people that sit on uh, basically what is known as a city council. They call it something else, but same thing. We're going to try to get the politicians there. But the main thing we want to get there is residents who have been affected by what happened there. We want them on our shows. We want them to speak to the nation and tell everyone, including Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden and Mike DeWine and Shapiro and all these other feckless leaders that forgot them, what their plight is, what has happened to them, how their families have been affected, what's happening to their health, their children in school, are they sick, what is going on, home values. We want to get this out and Steve, that's why our platform here 
is the only, we're the only people that have gone there. No one else is bothered to spend five minutes there except us because they don't care, right? Now we've got evidence coming out from a whistleblower in the Department of Transportation that Pete Buttigieg and his staff completely ignored East Palestine for political reasons, he said, because it was red and it went 70% for Trump. This is now leaked out from a whistleblower. This is what's going on in America. We have to go there and we have to show the nation these people matter, Steve. And that's why we'll be there. How, how do uh, people? Um, how do people uh, follow you, John? What is your What is your social media? How did they get to the show? By the way, it'll be global because we've got a big audience in Germany, Italy, uh, the United Kingdom, Brazil, all over. We want the world to hear the voices of the salt of the earth. These uh, these great patriots in East Palestine. We're going to make sure that everybody hears exactly what happened, what went on, what their current plight is, and solutions about how we get this thing fixed. So, how do people get to you, John? We want a really, really big turnout tomorrow. We want to hear your individual stories. That's why we're all out there. That's why we've invested the resources for you. Again, East Palestine, Eastern Ohio, Western Pennsylvania, come join us. Original Roadhouse Grill, that's tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Plenty of seating, 10 out in the back, plenty of food. You'll get looped in. I'm the easiest guy to follow in the world, at JF Radio Show, at JF Radio Show. By the way, my podcast, Trump This, Inside the Trump Campaign to Save America, we put the third issue up on our YouTube channel, which is Trump This with Liz Harrington, who is the spokesperson of a presidential candidate, and YouTube took it down and banned us because we talked to the campaign spokesperson of a presidential candidate and former president. Uh, the censorship not, here, Steve, not, is not unbelievable. Just How do you ban a not, podcast not, not a presidential on candidate. YouTube? These the, people the, Sienna are sick. Pol- Sienna, Sienna Poll today has him up uh, 54-27 over DeSantis. It's not just that. He's beating Biden in the polls. He's crushing DeSantis in the polls. He's, he's quickly becoming the prohibitive favorite, and they ban him. That's what we're, that's what we're up against. People got to face reality here. John Fredericks. And, and we got Bowserman and Burkwam like as they the Rangers. His campaign spokesman. It's amazing. Thank you, brother. We'll see you in East Palestine. Ben Burkwam's going to stick around. We got Cortez. We got Lou Dobbs. Ben Harnwell. It's all happening in the war room. Be back in a moment. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. of the United States of America. and justice for all. That's the J6 uh, Choir with the uh, song that became number one. That's what uh, Morning Mika and uh, Joe have such a problem with. It was played at the uh, at the Waco uh, to kick off the Waco um, um, rally, which is just absolutely incredible. Um, and, and my recommendation is they shouldn't do a scripted speech with President Trump anymore. The scripted parts are not as good as the riffs. Just let, let's let him get up there and just speak from the heart. That's what we need. We need President Trump to speak him from the heart. Don't need him. Don't need him on a uh, on the glass anymore. It, not now. M- maybe later, but not now. Um, the uh, I want to bring in, and so that's J six. Many of those individuals, or I think all of those individuals, uh, just held in detention awaiting trial. So, uh, and they sing this every night. That's why it's so powerful. And you have President Trump there saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, ben Burkwam, uh you were in Waco. Uh, g- give me your give me your sense of uh, you were on the ground. Of the enthusiasm and the passion of the uh, of the crowd, they're mocking the crowd right now. Oh, Trump can't add to his uh, Trump can't add to his um, 
uh, to his uh, to his uh, numbers. By the way, at seventy four million, which were real votes, we stopped the cheating. There's no way Joe Biden gets breaks has a seven handle in front of it. Because, you know, all they're doing right now is spending time trying yep. to figure out how to get Joe Biden off the ticket. Ben Burkwam, your, your sense of the event, sir. It was beautiful. I mean, the whole day, uh, 15,000 plus. I wouldn't be surprised. I haven't heard the final numbers, but I've heard upwards of 20,000. I mean, it was massive number of people and the best people from all over the country, all over the world. The, the left makes it out to be this violent, you know, terrible group of people. And they were just it was love. And when he played that, it was absolutely quiet. Uh, the, the entire crowd, uh, there were people with tears in their eyes, praying for the people, the J6ers, it, the travesty of justice that we see going on. And just real quick, back to the original point, the, the left, they are projectionists. So everything that they say, they say sanctuary, they're a den of vipers. They say justice, uh, they're the insurrectionists. They call us insurrectionists. In reality, what we're all fighting for is justice. They allow BLM and Antifa to burn down our country for four years, and they hold these guys as political prisoners. And the American people see it. And so it really felt reminiscent of 2016. But the cool thing now is people know the difference. People have a barometer to base this on. They saw they lived under President Trump and how good life was up until the China virus and what COVID did to our country and to the world. And now they've lived under Joe Biden and the disaster that Joe Biden is. And I think we're going to see a massive wave of people starting to come out as 2024 approaches. You're absolutely correct. They're saying that if you really look at the numbers in the polling, whoever can uh, present uh, order and stability versus anarchy and chaos, and they're going to show Joe Biden, they're going to roll him out like he went to Trudeau and be rubbing up on Trudeau and a bunch of other foreign leaders as the globalist he is, giving away the country, right? And and, and um, finally, CNN and other people understand what's happening here with the dollar and what's happening with our economy. Cortez and I are going to get into that with some detail and Lou Dobbs. Um, but President Trump, look at the gold, look at the golden age he gave us, those four years. The media was running around with their hair on fire, but look at the stability in the American economy. We were not at war. These gangsters that run these countries like the Persia with the Ayatollahs out of Tehran, you got the Chinese Communist Party, the biggest uh, transnational gangster organization ever. You've got uh, the KGB and FSB in Moscow. You got Erdogan in Turkey. That's only Trump can back these guys down. You know why? They respect him and they fear him. Uh, Ben Burkwam, you're out there. Christine Bowserman's out there doing the preliminary work. We look forward to seeing you tonight. And then Ben's going to be part of the show for the next couple of days in East Palestine. Ben, any closing observations or or, or thoughts, particularly on Joe Scarborough and Morning Mika, giving us the bad face (laughs) on, uh, on, um, on people following the Gospels of the Living God? Yes. Yes, uh, God is in control in all of this. Christ is in control. He is raising up his remnant for such a time as this. You have been called, whether you're sitting on your couch, you're watching this, you're listening to the podcast, driving down the road. Christ is calling you to stand up, to rise and to rise for justice. And that's what we stand for. It's an honor to be a part of the posse, but also it's it's the posse of Christ. And that's who we fight for. And um, we're going to continue to fight that. And ultimately we win. So it's an honor, sir. Ben Burkwam. Ben Burkwam, what are your, what's your social media? How can people track you today? At Ben Burkwam on everything, B-E-R-G-Q-U-A-M. I'll be posting some of the videos that I haven't released from Waco. I also have some new videos from uh, East Palestine. We're going to be heading down there in just a little bit, so stay tuned for that. And, of course, americasvoice.news. Make sure you download the app on your phone so you get everything live. And then frontlineamerica.com, you'll get my articles from the uh, one and only Kerry Donovan. 
Uh, ben, thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you. And Kerry Donovan, another another warrior yes, doing a great job. You got Bowserman and Burkwam out there. Captain Bannon's going to be out there early, early. The, the landing, the landing party has arrived. Thank you very much, uh, Cortez. I got to tell you, it's Cortez. I want to start with. I, I was going to start with economics, capital markets, but I think it's a good transition. If we can play, if we can get Admiral Kirby, do we have that? Can we get Admiral Kirby? We don't have Admiral Kirby up. Uh, the, the, okay, fine. Let me maybe, uh, uh, Steve. Tell me about Admiral Kirby about what he said in, the, in what he, what he said in the uh, what he said. Right. Okay, we got it. Let's let's hear Admiral Kirby, and then we're gonna then we're gonna uh, then we'll come back to you. And then President Biden has been uh, nothing but consistent uh, about his uh, belief, foundational belief in human rights and LGBTQ plus rights are human rights. Uh, and uh, we again back to the earlier question: are never going to shy away, be bashful about speaking up for those rights and for uh, uh, for individuals to live as they deem fit, as they want to live. And that's something that's a core part of our foreign policy, and it, and it will remain so. Steve Cortez, we have Xi and the gangsters in Beijing have now put together an alliance. That's what it is. It's an axis, the new axis, uh, the Legion of Doom. You got the economists go, the world according to Xi. You notice it doesn't say the world according to the United States, the world according to Xi. You've got the worst gangsters on earth that have have their people, Lao Beijing, the deplorables of uh, China, under the boot, right? I mean, we have a problem. We, this regime has created a problem that will take us decades to unwind, even with somebody like like a Trump. And you've got Admiral Kirby saying right. that what LGBTQ plus rights are central core to the foreign yep. policy of the United States. How do you think that sets, sir? Right. A core part of the foreign policy of the United States. Talk about majoring in the minors. You know, you're exactly correct, Steve. Uh, the worst adversaries and regimes in the world are increasingly aligned against the United States. The Saudis and the Iranians, the Crips and Bloods of the Middle East, are even making peace at the behest of the CCP to form an anti-American alliance. And at a time of that kind of global danger for the United States, what is the focus of permanent Washington of the foreign policy establishment of Biden and Kirby? It's spreading an agenda of homosexuality from America to the rest of the world. Now, Steve, look, this is absurd on a couple of angles. Number one, it's just immoral for us to try to project our perversion onto the rest of the world, most of which still believes in traditional marriage. But secondly, just putting aside the ethics and the morality of it, just from a practical perspective, this is terrible statecraft. This is terrible diplomacy. This is cultural imperialism. And these countries, understandably, even the ones that are very pro-American, even the ones that act in our interest, they are understandably revolting against this cultural imperium. You know, Steve, tell you a quick story. I was traveling in Africa in a mostly Muslim country, chatting with one of the locals there. And he said, the only rainbow flag you'll see in this town is at the American consulate. And he was incredibly disappointed by that because he's a very pro-American person. But he said, we don't want that here. It's not our culture. It's not our faith. It's not who we are. Uh, and yet, yet from Washington, D.C., right from the podium in the White House, we see what does Kirby yeah. prioritize? What does Biden prioritize? Yeah. They prioritize yeah. a cultural imperialism rather than realpolitik, a, yeah. an America first foreign policy it's of realism and restraint. Yeah, what we're talking about here, when you're talking about these gangsters, you've got to be very practical and pragmatic right now. 
are they going to they are running the table and they're going to run the table they're going to destroy the dollar they're going to uh take over the eurasian landmass they're going to drive us out of taiwan all next in the war room Citizens, anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food and you do it right away. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now. While it's on sale, go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Let me repeat that. $200 per kit savings. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories per day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, and you'll enjoy free shipping, too. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. The most interesting outcome of the three-day summit between Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping got limited media attention. Describing their talks, Putin said, we are in favor of using the Chinese yuan for settlements between Russia and the countries of Asia, Africa, and Latin America. So, the world's second largest economy and its largest energy exporter are together actively trying to dent the dollar's dominance as the anchor of the international financial system. Will they succeed? The dollar is America's last surviving superpower. It gives Washington unrivaled economic and political muscle. It can slap sanctions on countries unilaterally, which frees that country out of large parts of the world economy. And Washington can spend freely, certain that its debt will be bought up by the rest of the world. The war against Ukraine, combined with Washington's increasingly confrontational approach to China, have created a perfect storm in which both Russia and China are accelerating efforts to diversify away from the dollar. Their central banks are keeping less of their reserves in dollars, and most trade between them is being settled in the yuan. They are also making efforts to get other countries to follow suit. Okay. <clears throat> the Biden- Let's... Um- CNN, two years or over two years after we started talking about this, uh, now finally is catching up. So when we talk about Admiral Kirby, it's fine if those are your domestic priorities. It's a free country, right? And we've got to fight that out or argue that out on domestic policy. You talk about international, this is everything right now. And it's not about the confrontation. It, it gets back to Steve Cortez. It's not the Ukraine war. It's not uh, the confrontation with China of which we ought to ramp up to the 100th degree and use the dollar. It is because of the continual devaluation with the BRICS and what China's putting together with the BRICS, which is the global south, essentially, is the fact that they say we own the resources and you, you are continuing, continuing to do a devaluation on your currency nonstop because of your out-of-control spending and your inflation. Steve Cortez, your thoughts and observations about this, which should be the centerpiece right now, as it always has been, of our 
national security and our foreign policy. Because uh, as I say, and by the way, go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. We started this series over a year ago. And we started doing it with, uh, with, um, with Birch Gold talking about it right after Biden got in office. The first, uh, the end of the dollar empire, it's called. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. The end of the dollar empire, it's a three-part series. It's going to be ten parts when we finish. The third part just dropped, the debt uh, trap that talks about the debt ceiling and everything related to it. But, Steve, connect the dots. The, the fall right. of the banks, the bailouts. It all gets back to the out of control spending, most right. of it on their out of control on their woke and weaponized social programs that we can't afford, we can't pay for. There's no international buyers for the securities. The Chinese are dumping this now because they don't want the they want they know these bonds are getting worth more worthless. Right. They it's it gets back to the railhead of out of control spending, Steve Cortez. No, absolutely. And, and I'll show a couple charts to prove that point. But, you know, first, I want to welcome Fareed Zakaria. You're late to the party, but better late than never in realizing that in many ways, the economic folly of the United States right now under Joe Biden, uh, these are late stage empire developments. And Steve, you pointed out correctly many times, the most valuable export that the United States have is actually not a product or a service. It is the United States dollar. And it is only because of the primacy of King Dollar that we have been able, at least until recently, we have been able to afford far too much borrowing and, st- and spending. Our profligacy to some degree was enabled because of the dollar. And by the way, that why do we have that dollar strength? Chiefly because of United States military strength, because of our military and strategic and diplomatic power all over the world, Every transaction in the world of any consequence, uh, whether it's a bank transfer or a drug deal, is done in United States dollars. That primacy, though, that that uh, that centrality of King Dollar is very much at risk now because of Joe Biden and because he has taken a, a government that was already borrowing and spending too much, put it into absolute overdrive at the same time that he is risking World War III through a es- needless escalation in Ukraine uh, and, and convincing and compelling some of the worst enemies of the United States to form alliances such as Beijing and Moscow. So let's show this, though, in, in chart form, because I want to look at what's going on, for example, with the Fed balance sheet to connect this back to current events and what's going on with this present banking crisis in the United States that was spurred and, and generated by Biden's inflation. If we look at chart number one, this is the Fed balance sheet. This is effectively the credit card of the Fed which means, folks, it's really your national credit card, whether you know it or not. It's maybe not as obvious as the fiscal national debt, but it is nonetheless a debt that you're responsible for. That chart goes back a year. And as you can see, until recently, until just a few weeks ago, the balance sheet was shrinking. Now, I don't think nearly quickly enough, but nonetheless, it was heading in the right direction. In other words, the credit card tab of the Fed was trending downward, albeit at a very slow pace. What has now happened on the very right side of that screen, and by the way, that's only updated through last Wednesday. They update this every Wednesday. It is absolutely shot higher because of the bailout of Silicon Valley and the banking crisis. So the Fed balance sheet reductions that were occurring, guess what? Uh, They've ended and then some. We had the Fed balance sheet exploding higher again. Now, what are some of the consequences of that? You know, because you mentioned China and the international appetite for United States debt to lend us money. Let's look at chart number two. Uh, This is a chart of China's holding of U.S. Treasuries, and that goes all the way back to 2010. As you can see for several years now, but particularly in the last year, it is in a demonstrable decline, meaning China no longer the CCP. Listen, the CCP, Steve, those folks are evil, but they're not dumb. 
they do not want to hold United States treasuries anymore because they realize how risky United States treasuries are. They realize that the business of the United States has become a very risky borrower. So they are dumping treasuries at a significant pace. And what that means is when somebody like Joe Biden presents a clown budget, okay, and that's what it was, says, oh, you know what, we've got an inflation problem, let's spend $6.8 trillion, let's spend a third more than we were spending pre-pandemic, maybe that'll take care of the inflation, okay? Here's the risk. When China and other actors in the world no longer want to buy America's debt, and we put forward a clown budget like Joe Biden's that we have been able to previously finance at low interest rates, Suddenly, we can't finance it at low interest rates, Steve. And that's where if the dollar loses its primacy, if it loses its status as the global reserve currency, the United States can quickly become uh, a, a nation that is admired in hyperinflation. We can quickly become a virgin of Venezuela or Argentina. And I want to warn people, look back historically. Argentina, a little over a century ago, was as wealthy, if not wealthier, than the United States. It was a country that had an economy that very much uh, resembled the United States. It entered a period of hyperinflation, didn't have a re reserve currency to fall back on, uh, and they have been mired in turmoil and economic depravity ever since. That can happen in the United States. Don't assume that it can't just because we have enjoyed this status for so long. We, we've got some. Uh, so this is this were the primacy of your your foreign policy. And this is why I keep saying now you're at the beginning stages of World War Three. You've got a geopolitical and national security and military issue on the Eurasian landmass and particularly focus on Taiwan. Uh, President Trump's national security advisor, last national security advisor, uh, said over the weekend that uh, in an interview that. Uh, the plan would be the backup plan is, and this is he said it. The backup plan, if the uh, CCP invades uh, Taiwan, is actually to destroy the chip factories. Uh, right. Well, that may be a way to keep it out of the CCP's hands, but that'll also drop the world's economy. Right. The U.S. economy will take a real hit on that, like a ten percent drop or more right. to GDP, since they fuel so much of the economy. So it's not; it's easier said than done in the second and third order magnitude. But I want to talk about if, you, if the centrality is keeping your domestic house in order economically, so you've got that vibrant, robust, growing economy and strength, coupled with a, a reasonable America first national security policy where you're not trying to go and stick your nose in everybody's business, right? Uh, but you're focused right. on the priorities of, 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 of the country. And maybe those are not the priorities of Admiral Kirby. Maybe those are the, those are the, uh, the priorities of stability and order throughout the world, not the chaos and anarchy we have. Talk about a couple of the landmines. I want to go, if you can talk about commercial uh, sure. real estate for a second and mortgage backs. We, we've got, ladies and gentlemen, we, this banking crisis is far from over. The only thing that's happened to date right. is that you've bailed out the, the, you know, the, the second, third, and fourth biggest bank failures in the country's history. You've bailed out. Okay, that's directly right. on you. But printing money at the Federal Reserve plus higher bank fees that you're going to pay for but we got we got a couple of Claymore mines out there for Steve Cortez. Let's talk about, let's talk about mortgage backs and commercial real estate. 
Sure. Now, listen, I'm extremely concerned about commercial real estate as being one of the biggest risks now to the United States economy and specifically to smaller banks, to these regional banks, which are already imperiled, which are already being bailed out by the United States taxpayer uh, who don't need these banks, don't need an additional risk uh, that is coming around the, the bend. But I really believe it is. If we look at commercial real estate, we know uh, as a consequence of the lockdowns and work from home that a lot of these city center real estate focused funds are in tremendous trouble. We also know that much of the real estate market is having a terrible time grappling with higher interest rates. If we can pull up chart number three, what I want to show, which a lot of folks in the audience may not realize, is that small banks, regional and small banks, dominate the commercial real estate market. So what that chart shows right there, and that chart goes back a little over five years, uh, it shows the share of domestic commercial banks' real estate loans from smaller banks. The big boys are not the dominant player here. It's not JP Morgan um, and, and Wells Fargo. It is the smaller banks that control, as that chart shows, almost 70% of commercial real estate. And Steve, I think in a lot of ways that makes sense because uh, real estate is by definition a local business. Local banks tend to know much better the peculiarities of a particular property. Does this property work? Does it work for a warehouse? Does it work for retail? Um, so it makes sense in, in a lot of ways that smaller banks would be there. But here's the risk. If commercial real estate is indeed rolling over and nearly every metric suggests that it is in a significant way, this is a massive additional risk to the small banks. And there was a recent Wall Street Journal article, if we can pull up uh, chart number three, I wanna show how important this can be to the, the vitality of small business in the United States, okay? Because this is key, or excuse me, I'm sorry, not chart three, that was my mistake. Uh, chart number four, I wanna, I wanna show the quote here. This is from a Wall Street Journal article about this exact issue where it says, the headline is local banks could leave gaps that are hard to fill. And in that article, they state, and this is actually a quote from a University of Chicago economist. He says, quote, I highlighted it there. These loans are built on strength of character and handshake. That is from Professor Rajan from the University of Chicago. The point is, Steve, the more that these small banks suffer, the more pain that is inflicted upon these small banks. And again, remember, the headwater of all this is Biden's inflation. The less we lose that kind of granular American business, that those kinds of handshake deals, which have been the hallmark of Main Street success and small business success in this country. So not only is it a systemic problem if we have commercial real estate rolling over, but it's also a, a bigger, I would argue, Steve, almost a cultural problem to the United States that if we lose small and regional banks, which I think we're in the process of right now, we also lose that kind of local dynamism, which has been so critical to the United States, to the kind of country we are, to the entrepreneurial spirit that we previously had. And what does that lead to, Steve? It leads to an even greater concentration of economic and political power in the hands of some of the worst actors in the United States, the oligarchs. This is how they can debank you. This yeah. is exactly how they end up debanking. They consolidate. They want power consolidated in a handful of tech, big tech companies, a handful of Wall Street oligarchs, and a handful of money center banks. It's, it's pretty obvious. Steve, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back. Over the weekend, heard a lot of chatter. Oh, the, the battle on inflation's done. They've done such a great job. The battle on inflation's done. What you can't do is raise any more rates and kick us into a recession. Or to because uh, it's going to affect the banking system now that they're jammed up. But the, the war on inflation's over. Short commercial break. Cortez and Lou Dobbs is going to join us here momentarily. In Joe Biden's America... 
criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to itargetpro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. The new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now Okay, the Savage Angels were up last night. I think they got 24,000, I think, when I saw it. Uh, we're putting stuff up on Getter all the time. I put up stuff nonstop on my feed. You can check out all the news and analysis uh, up there. Plus, we're doing live streams all the time. We're going to be live streaming from East Palestine over the next couple of days. It's totally free. I'm an idiot. I know how to download it. I know how to use it. You should be able to use it, too, right? Um, my uh, go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. I want everybody, we're going to immerse you in macroeconomics. We've got the course from Peter Navarro and if Captain Bannon and Grace, or I guess Captain Bannon's in transit, if Grace can make sure we put the link up to Peter's uh, course. He's, he's showing you, he teaches the course he taught, I think at Harvard to the undergrads on macroeconomics, 10 part series. Uh, you don't want to miss it. We're going to immerse you, the working people of this country uh, in macroeconomics so that you understand the politics of money because we're in the age of the politics of money, and it's going to be quite important for you to understand as we plow through for these um, solutions. Let me call them solutions. So go, go there today and get the, the third in the series, The Debt Trap. It's called The End of the Dollar Empire. Now that Fareed Zakara and I got, was it Kim.com is coming out saying he's talking here. We've been talking about this for years. We've been in, putting this series out for over a year. It is ripped from today's headlines, and you're going to learn a lot. That's what this is all about. Also, you can get all the free info kits on um, all the free info kits on precious metals from Birch Gold, and talk to a uh, consultant there. Remember, if China's dumping, if the CCP's dumping security, d- dumping uh, treasuries, and they're buying gold with both hands like India and Japan are, now it's time for you guys to focus. Immerse yourself in information. You have to make your own decisions, but we want you to be up to speed as possible. Cortez, over the weekend, a couple of things we got to get to. First, over the weekend, I heard the chatter start. You, you can hear it. They put the chatter out over the weekend, so then it gets into the into the bloodstream. Inflation, uh, that the Fed has beaten back inflation. They've done an amazing job. Right. Inflation's, inflation's dead. It, it, any truth to that rumor, sir? 
Well, inflation certainly is not dead. Now, Steve, I will say this. If inflation is coming down, it is only because the Fed, Joe Biden, Janet Yellen have thrown the United States into such a deep recession that it is possible that there will be some downward pressure on inflation, but for the worst reasons, okay? Not, not for any good explanation, for the worst reasons, only that the United States economy is absolutely cratering. And by the way, you know, to that point, what, one more chart, and we can show chart number five here, please. This is bank holdings of securities. Uh, this is from the Wall Street Journal, courtesy of the FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. That chart goes back 20 years, all the way back, actually, a little more to 2002. If you look at the market value as a percentage of cost, so 100, sometimes in, in financial markets, you talk about par. Par is just 100. It means it's valued where you bought it. Now, banks generally, Steve, are buying pretty safe securities. So you can see that for two decades, this number rotates basically around par, around 100, roughly in a range from 98% to 102%. It's not supposed to fluctuate wildly. Even back in 0809, if you look on the left side of that chart, at that dip, uh, which, by the way, produced global calamity, uh, it only got down to about 96%. What we see right now in this present banking crisis is that it broke 90%. So it's absolutely unprecedented, this kind of carnage. So my point is, Steve, it's possible that inflation is indeed ticking downward. But if it is, it's only because the damage done to the financial system, to the regular economy, to Main Street, to small banks is so severe that it will produce such an intense and deep recession that that may restrain prices, but that will be very little solace to anybody. Nobody's going to say, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that inflation is down to only 5 percent, even though I'm out of work. Right. It's not going to be helpful to anybody. Talk to me about uh, you and I discussed over the weekend this audience which we started about, we're going to East Palestine to, to, to listen and hear from the salt of the earth, the, the patriots that this country is built upon, about their bailout, about how, they, how we bailed out the venture capitalists uh, over the last yes. couple of weeks. So I have a brand new article up on this point because I think it's really important to sort of expose who venture capital really is. So I put it up on my Substack about Joe Biden who crushes the banks, but he saves his friends in Silicon Valley in venture capital. Because, Steve, I think venture capital has actually done a pretty good job as an industry of portraying a false image of what the industry is. Um, and it's largely based on what the industry used to be, because back in the 90s and previously, it really was this industry of daring, risk-taking entrepreneurial investors who were sort of the jet fuel for America's entrepreneurial success. But it is anything but that kind of industry now. It has now matured into a really parasitic industry that tries to use and, and successfully often uses uh, its access and it, its crony uh, public pressure to pervert public policy into private gains. Uh, for example, in the article I cite and, and give data about how obsessed Silicon Valley and venture capital are on so-called climate solutions right now regarding businesses. And my point there is uh, that, look, I, I don't believe in the federal government intervening to save any particular industry, but venture capital is the least deserving of any business that we could possibly think of. Venture capital and Silicon Valley more broadly uh, has been a punishing force, abusing the prerogatives and interests of regular Americans. And they then turn around uh, and shamelessly beg for a bailout, which they have at least partially gotten so far. And there may be more to come, as I also warn about in the article. 
article. So I want to expose who VC really is, what they're really all about. Uh, this is not, not at all your father's venture capital. It is a very different industry right now, and it's shameful the way uh, that they are begging for handouts from regular, hardworking Americans. Steve, can you hang on? We're going to take a 90-second break. Yeah. Lou Dobbs is going to join us. Steve Cortez is going to hang through the break. we got some additional stuff to go through. Ben Harnwell is going to join us uh, from Rome. Um, we're, we are packed wall-to-wall trying to track down Mike Lindell, the Election Crime Bureau, to get his latest update. He was in Waco uh, with the president over the weekend. Uh, we're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back in a moment. When we get back, I'm going to ask Cortez. we got one more topic, the Ukraine, uh, to talk about, but I've got to ask him about venture capital used to be the money in back of the big industrial early stage uh, developments in this country that really drove the economy. Now what they do is they back a lot of fantasy on the Green New Deal and also the algorithm business. They're big in the algorithms and in social media. Not so big in making important big bets on industries that could transform this country on a manufacturing basis. Short commercial break. We're going to be back with Steve Cortez. We've got Lou Dobbs, Ben Harnwell, all in the next hour of The War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize That heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 